Welcome to the Jada is our Queen podcast, where a black woman, a brown woman, and a white woman who love each other get in the room with a mic. My name is Julia. And I am Chaz. And I am Bernadette. So we're here to find pleasure in diversity and to stretch our comfort zones while staying connected at all costs. The aim is to break down privilege in a way that feels good and also use our collective privilege to champion and cheerlead inspirational women from across the globe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, today, let's just be honest, we came on for a little debrief before the podcast recording. And we, you know, oh, man, I mean, I keep thinking I want to do a a light podcast about, you know, (laughs) nice things. But, you know, here we are carrying the weight um, personally and collectively and so that's how we both showed up this morning so um, yeah there's a lot going on and um, one of the funnily enough one of the things that's really should I say rankling me or um, I feel like speaking out about at the moment is how the feminine or you know, I don't know a better word. If you like, feminine leaders um, are really being vilified and attacked on on many, many levels at the moment. Mm. Um, And, you know, we're speaking now in the context of um, the beautiful young Miss Everard, who I'm ever so sorry with perimenopausal brain, Sarah, Okay, I don't have any notes in front of me. Sarah Everard, yeah, the, the woman who was murdered. So we're kind of two days on from finding that out, recording this. And um, I've been personally very aware of lots of public attack against female leaders in particular um, coming through. And Chaz is kind of talking about having experience that at the moment on a really personal level I mean it is personal and collective and I just wanted to bring up my IG feed because on Instagram today I noticed that it was very um, timely that I made a pre-scheduled post that says exalt your women and how um, the mag- exactly the magnitude of the risk any woman takes to put herself out in the public sphere and about the extent of the assassination attempts, verbal, not literal, she can pretty well expect if she does so. And basically how I just feel all the way through, like, it's not that women aren't um, capable of doing harm. It's just that, you know, they are pretty much crucified for it, for, you know, <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a rather sensational and draconian way every time they get something wrong or they put their neck out you know on a on a public level and um and it just segues really nicely into what Chaz arrived here this morning talking about which was some really kind of nasty personal attack and and sexist and potentially also racist I don't know you didn't tell me that attack in public that's been happening and um you know, unfortunately, this is another heavy topic, but we're in heavy times, so let's go there, right? 
Oh yeah, let let let's go there. I mean, you know, I can I can lighten it with something. Maybe we'll do that at the end, mm-hmm. um, which is definitely pertaining to this. And um, you know, I, I I came to the call today and talking to Julia about this particular thing. It really shook me. The language that was used towards me. There's no care about my age. There's no care that I'm a woman. It was a black man. Um, you know, I'm a black woman. Um, and there is also a degree of hatred of from black men towards black women, um, which, which I would term racist. Definitely. Right. Okay. In what way? Because it's born from oppression striking out ultimately. Absolutely. Um, You know, all men in general, not all men, you know, I am, look, before you kind of attack me and Julia, (laughs) well, I'm talking generally here, we're just getting into a conversation. But um, there's very few men who um, revere the female and want to uphold it and want to support it. Mm. When you come across those men, Mm. it's it's just the most beautiful thing Mm. um but it also shows uh you know puts into sharp relief how little of that there is particularly at the moment um you know and 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 power structures when they're crumbling Mm. is is you know if i had to draw a picture of it i would i would say you know you're putting some little pugilist in the corner and they're going to come out fighting yeah, yeah. They feel put in a corner. Yeah. And that's what's been happening to you at work. Yes. I mean, you know, I, I I have male bosses and the company's predominantly run by male by men. Um, so there's a certain extent where um my worries and my anxieties are dismissed. Mm-hmm. Um, and where I feel unsafe, right. and I don't feel like I should feel unsafe at work. I mean, I don't no, want to go into not. details because I work for a company. I have a contract. I yeah. can't, um, you know, publicly speak out about things, and I won't. I'll honour that contract. At the same time, if we're talking about the world in general, um, I'm feeling that there's a lot of anger from people from being locked down for so long yeah we're like rats in a cage right now absolutely so you know um domestic violence is up yeah Um, street murder street murder is up um attacks are up verbal abuse is up Mm. and i don't feel like i want to go and work and be verbally abused by someone um, well, I can yeah. feel the density in your nervous system. I can feel how it's impacted you, and and probably the the listeners can too. There's just a heaviness right mm. now. And mm. I also want to add in there something that you told me that you're having to wear a body cam at work yes. because of the verbal and potential physical abuse, right? Mm. Yeah. So that's how your company is seeking to protect you and draw draw lines, which is great. But no wonder you would be shaken and feeling heavy right now. And, um, 
it's interesting, isn't it? Because this this is recorded the same week as Meghan Markle coming out with, you know, how how she felt to be um, abused ultimately, and. I, People hate me for this because I have quite a lot of difficulty with that because I'd rather I'd rather put my gaze on the women like you, you know. And a lot of people have said to me, "Well, Megan is representative of you know," but I, I have a strong um, belief that the class system in itself is abusive, and so like you know, I don't want to forget that, you know. Mm. Um, and so I'm. I'm grateful to hear those experiences from women like you. So, you know, tell us really as much as you want to, how it feels, Chaz. I have to say that as much as I feel or sense or can see that men in our, are in a corner and they're coming out fighting, I'm also coming out fighting. Mm. I mean, I'm talking about this with you on this call. Uh, on this recording, but um, I also, you know, you mentioned right at the beginning about women putting themselves out into the public sphere mm. and the kind of abuse they can yeah. expect, which is probably even worse than they expect. Yeah. The things that people will say to you, the things that come out of someone's mouth, you just wonder yeah. what kind of human being they are, what's going on inside them yeah. um, that they have to spout this stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I come out fighting and I, I said to Julia when I came on the call, I actually don't want to think of myself as a victim. I want to think of myself as empowered. And how yeah. I do that is not letting this get to me. But mm -hmm. it has got to me it on does, some though. level. Yeah, it does. I mean, you're, you're, I understand and I, I really admire that about you, Chaz. You know, I mean, like, I really admire that about you. You don't fall into, well, we all fall into a victim narrative. You know, I mean, you should have heard me with my husband yesterday. I mean, we all fall into that, but like, you aspire to not. And that it's like your, your ongoing practice yes. to not fall into that. Yeah. Um, and, um, and yet at the same time, there is a context, there is, there is social pressures and realities, and you are subject to them, just like we all are in our own individual ways. And so you are really ultimately thinking of leaving your job because you don't want to have to deal with this. Yeah. Yes, I am. And that is both a step towards not being victimized and it's also a fucking disadvantage. Like you should not have to leave your job because people are abusing you, you know, yeah. you know, it's, um, yeah. it's just, um, you know, we're all trying to survive really. Well, we are. And particularly in, in the UK. Now I can't speak for the whole of the UK cause I live in London mm. and London is as different from the rest of the UK as New York is from the rest of America. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I live in London and we are crowded in here like rats. Yeah, yeah. You know, flats are tiny and yeah. super expensive. Um, everything is really, really expensive and everything is going up in price. Mm -hmm. And we get lied to on every level. So, for instance, you know, we're at the beginning of the year. It's a traditionally the time when bills go up in, you know, go up. And not one single letter that's arrived has said, oh, your bill is going up. 
they talk about adjustments. They talk mm-hmm. about um, being reviewed. Um, mm. Anything but what it actually is, is the price mm. going up. And it's yeah. the same. You mentioned Meghan Markle. And actually, you know, that's the only time I'm going to say that on this on this podcast. There is a thing, a lazy kind of thing, where she's meant to represent me. Right. And how do you feel? Because I've had women contacting me going, I can't. But I mean, I'm not. I just don't want to know about them. It's like. How, you know, I think the monarchy is a bit ridiculous. I don't even want to know about them. Um, and people have contacted me like seriously irate because they, they feel that Megan is representative of something at the moment. Mm. And so um, I'm curious then to hear from you that you don't feel that particularly. Is that what you're saying? I don't feel that particularly. I mean, unlike you, I actually love the royal family and think that they do a, a, a great job. I mean, we've talked about this before. I think, you know, there's a there's a reason that this very small island has been powerful, mm. whether it's still powerful is debatable now, but, you know, has been powerful for so long. Yeah. Um, I always say that about Jamaica. It's the only colony. Um, my background is Jamaican. My family come from there. It's the only colony that is known all over the world. How come? You know, mm. and I, I like to look at these things because of all of the, the colonies of all the little islands spread everywhere that mm. were colonized by Europeans. Why is, it, why is Jamaica known all around the world? You In know? other words, the culture of Jamaica sp- is, is world famous. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, and so, um, <laughs> um, yes, I, I was just thinking that um, <laughs> I've lost the thread because I was just suddenly pondering that question that I'm yeah. always pondering, you know, like, how, is, how have I... How has my ancestry lived on a teeny tiny island that's become world renowned, and now I live on a teeny tiny island that is well renowned? <laughs> you know? familiarity there, yeah. I mean, no, nobody, <laughs> no, nobody else cares about you know what other royal families are doing. Only yeah. ours is a mm. kind of a worldwide gets worldwide attention, and actually, um, you know. You guys who are listening can correct me if I'm wrong, but there is a Black Queen, Liechtenstein or Monaco. I can't remember which one, but oh, I did not um, know that. Yes, yes. So, um, so you know, I kind of write things about this Black girl's life. Mm-hmm. I, I'm increasingly writing more and more about it, and I aim to kind of say. This is what I individually do. I'm a black girl who doesn't spend a whole time on the streets twerking mm. and listening to rap music. I go to the opera as well. Mm. Well, not as well because I don't stand mm. on the street and twerk. But there's, I feel <laughs> there's, there needs to be, maybe I should. <laughs> but then, both should. <laughs> I think there needs to be a gentle push for in individuality and if there's anything I can say about Meghan Markle whose name I said I was not going to say again on this <laughs> podcast um, if there's anything that I can say about her I just feel that it's quite a brave move whether it's true or not mm. for her to come out and say what she says mm. and she couldn't do it without the backup of her husband mm. which is flipping annoying because 
she should be believed or disbelieved in her own right. That's true, although some people will say that he's really um, defended and stood by her, which is kind of amazing. Yes, I think that's amazing. Mm, yeah. I mean, he, he, is, he is proving himself to be one of those men yeah. I mentioned earlier. Yeah. And, and so, but I'm curious that, I, I'm annoyed that we're still talking about her, so I'm just going to ask this question and then move on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why do you, do, do you not feel she's representative of you then? Um, As someone who's, I, I think I have you know, a, a decades-long anger of being always put in a box, you mm-hmm. know, and if I leave that box, if I poke my head above the lid of that box, mm. I'm immediately shut down. You know, and it's it, and it mm. is the microaggressions that get to you. You know, the big ones, the the mm. things that happen to me at work, or people mm. being rude to me on the street, particularly when I lived in Holland. Mm. Um, you know, they because can, of your skin color, just to clarify, yeah, mm. just yes, they can upset me, but it's it's the little microaggressions. Yeah. Um, so I'll give an example. Um, years ago, when the riots were happening. Uh, I had no part in those. I certainly don't agree with destroying people's businesses or property. Mm. Um, I was brought up to think there's always dialogue to be had. Mm. And But the night after, the, the Monday after the crazy riot in Brixton, I went to work and the newspapers all had these huge headlines, black mob does this, black mob does that. As it turns out, if people looked at the statistics, there were way more white people arrested than there were black people. There were loads of white people out rioting, burning cars and destroying property Mm. and and looting. Um, And But I got to work with people I'd worked with at that point for two to three years. I'd been to their christenings and their homes and their barbecues. They'd been to mine. We had things in common. We'd had work outings. We got on really well at work. And the general tone of the day was, get a new stereo at the weekend, did you? Get oh a new TV. Oh, my God. Oh, my and that, God. And that is, for this me... Is British people trying to be funny. Yes. Not, just completely clueless. The, totally clueless. Mm. And, you know, that was quite a while ago. But it, the point I'm making by giving an example from a while ago is that that hasn't changed. Yeah, it, I can see that that hasn't changed and people are hoping that this big royal interview will, you know, highlight how that hasn't changed by putting a focus on the royal family. And um, I'm a little bit like, well, how is that? We we know that, though. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like the seat of colonialism. It's like, how can we address this? to everyday black women, for example, looking at yourself, how can we help address and protect then at that level? Mm. You know? Well, um, I I do think the answer is being yourself. Mm. I mean, you and me and Bernadette have talked about this before. Mm. Mm. Um, being yourself is hard. Mm. Well, um, actually, there's something else I'd really love to put in there. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, this is just my personal view on these things, but I believe that 
women in particular are coming together and um, that those networks need to be really strengthened because like for example you know what you've been through this week you know like having to wear a body cam at work um i mean let's just honestly honor the weight of that you know and thinking about leaving because of it and then your whole survival um caught up in that that the more connected you are, particularly to other women, I would say, although some may disagree with me, but the more connected you are, the stronger you are to withstand it. Mm. You know, like you talked about not letting not letting it in, but that's a hell of a thing for one woman to not let in, you know. It is, it is, and it's going to be a hell of a thing to get black women to trust. Other black women? Other black women and other women. Yeah. You know, black black women, if we're talking about black women, we tend to be on our own. You know, right. I don't want to bring this up again, but the least married, the least Yeah. You know, the least likely to have children. Yeah. Um, you know, the least likely to be uh, the the most likely to be single in their fifties and sixties. So that's um, your experience of being a black woman then, that the solidarity between, I mean, obviously between all women is important, but solidarity between black women is harder to find, would you say, personally? I think I'm black women definitely or, have the, um, I think black women definitely have the circles of friends and support. I definitely think so. Um, but across the board, there needs to be less gossip and more upholding. Oh, please! Oh, less please. conjecture that, and that, more support. This is how we. This is how we turn this around. Honestly, yeah. this is like that. It's like let's that that my IG post. Let's exalt the women. Let's exalt one another. Yeah, you know, I am sick of pernicious backbiting hexing you know how many women hex other women with a nice smile it's like oh I just wanted to I just wanted to tell you about this woman and what she did or I just wanted to you know call this woman out over here or you know it's like if somebody hurts or harms you surely you can go to that person to get your amends mm. you know that it, it I don't know, perhaps I'm going off subject here, Chaz, but there's something really powerful in what you just said about stop the gossip, stop the backbiting, stop the attacking of other women, whether that's on a, a small level in your family or a big level in the, in the public eye. Mm. Just stop doing that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I make it a practice. I'm not going to say I'm a saint and I never do that, mm. but I'd be hard pushed to know when I actually do that because I've made it a practice, Yeah, you know, being conscious about it definitely for the, at least the last 25 or 30 years. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so I don't gossip. I don't diss someone. I don't know what's going on in their lives. Even someone who abuses me, mm. I do try my best to kind of go, okay, there's a weight of ancestry, you know, for this guy, 
particularly, you know, there's this weight of ancestry and, you know, this anger that came out of him on the balls of his feet like he was going to have a fight with his phone in my face and goading me, you know. And inside it kind of just made me laugh because I could see all the machinations and he couldn't see that he was just acting too conditioning. Um, What I'm saying is... There he was verbally assaulting another black woman yeah how low can you go yes yeah it it does shock me um but you know we're running out of time as usual i mean our discussions i just want to talk on and on and on but i did promise that i would lighten this a little bit i'm not sure it will but it might make us laugh um you know in the light of what we're talking about um I'm not going to quote the newspaper, but it's a very well-known American newspaper, Mm -hmm. um, have published the results of a survey. There was a big complaint amongst older men, A, about the idea of older men only liking younger women. A lot of them want women who have experienced the same um, history as them, culturally. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're finding that none of the women that they are meeting want to get married and want to even live together or have them in their houses. And the survey set out to find out why and came to the conclusion that older men are now reaping what they sowed in their younger years in that they let their wife take the emotional strain of the family, let her do all the housework, most of the childcare, and, um, you know, women got to the menopause and were exhausted and then their husband died yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then they their husbands either died or they got uh, divorced Mm. and they just love the fact that they're free to come and go as they please there's no one leading on them they can earn their own money they can go do Mm. what they want they can have a lover in paris a lover in jamaica a lover in london Oh my God, you're not selling marriage to me. <laughs> and I always have this question of, do you actually really want it, Jazz? Because you're like, oh, I'd love to get married. I'm like, really? <laughs> I, would, I would love to get married, but, uh, you know, it's another conversation. I'm not a traditional, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm not a t- t- traditional marriage material. And I'm certainly not, uh, you know, I don't want a traditional style marriage as we mm-hmm. see in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and. I have to say, you know, I look at your relationship and I'm quite envious because there's so much, um, I feel in, you know, your truth always shines through in everything that you do, mm. including that. And and that for me is so rare when I look around that um, it's just something to aspire to. Well, my husband thinks the same about me, which is nice. And um yeah he uh, he had a dream the other night which I haven't asked his consent to share this so I won't share it but it was basically about the emancipation of women and um it was like one of those dreams where it was like a message you know mm. he kind of woke up you know those dreams that you have every now and again it just feels like 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 the universe or the subconscious or god or whatever you want to call it yeah. just knocking you on the head with a hammer you know boom get this you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
So on that note, yeah. sadly, we have to say goodbye for this week. Goodbye for this um, week. But uh, we've really enjoyed this talk, although it's been quite heavy. <laughs> I'm just waiting to see if you can hit the right button. Yeah! We have the outro. <laughs> yeah, I'm a tech queen. <laughs> Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>